All right, team, bit of a pre-show chat. Let's dive into things. So we, we've all been fortunate to play the game. Um, not all as talented as one uh, Tasha Gale, you absolute superstar, you. But, uh, you know, a few of us have toiled a little bit with our footy and we all know that we're a little bit weird. We all know we have our little pre-game uh, rituals or superstitions. So that's a question I've got for you guys straight off the top is, come on, let's be honest with our listeners. What was your little weird and wonderful thing pre-game? Mon, uh, what have you got for me? Um, not so much pre-game, but I have a certain pair of underwear that I have, like, (laughs) you know, I wear while I play, um, obviously to kind of keep things hygienic. I, um, like to get a new pair every year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's always a good strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But that's, that's probably my superstition. Yeah. So the undies look, I'm, I'm a raving lunatic, honestly, like Anna, our producers nailed it with, with this, with the, uh, with our run sheet here. Look, I, I, I'm a lunatic. I, I need clean gear. So I absolutely like my, my football boots each and every week were absolutely clean to perfection. Um, I heard Maddie John speak about that before. Just something I need to do. I needed to have clean boots, everything sort of set out. But my big one pregame, just before I'd run out, was I'd go and throw myself in the shower. I'd start off with just spraying water on me, you know, just to sort of, you know, after the warm-up and everything wasn't enough. So I'd be basically drenching myself in the shower and be running out half absolutely saturated. So there we go. There's my embarrassing confession. Do I feel lighter, better? Not necessarily, but there we go. Uh, Jordy, what? come on, uh, what, what have you got for me? What were some of the little weird things you would do uh, before footy? Mine looks um, really quite tame after yours and Mon's before me. Uh. Uh, <laughs> motherhood changed my pregame, pre-game rituals, and now we have dance parties Saturday, Sunday mornings before, before footy, but unfortunately not my choice of music. Just your, but it gets us going. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I love that getting getting in the zone. And Tash, what about yourself, mate? Uh, racked up a few games there. What, what did you What did you do to get yourself in the right headspace? Yeah, Dan. Generally, for didn't matter what level I was playing, I always had to run out um, with my mouth guard in my sock. And nine times out of ten, that's where it remained for the entire game. But for test matches in particular, I would both my brothers played um, Australian schoolboys, and so I would use I would wear one of Scott's Australian socks and one of Brett's Australian socks with my Australian kit for every test match. Yeah, love that, love that. Yeah, no, it's uh, well. There we go, listeners. That's uh, us confessing. I feel like I. Gave a lot. There's, there's probably a few things that I didn't share as well, just because, uh, yeah, but we'd love to hear from you. We know there's a lot of players that listen to the pod. Reach out. What, what's your little weird quirk? Uh, we'd love to hear it. All right, team, it's time to kick off the show. Let's get into it. Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the Women in League show, season two, episode 40. My name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business. The voices you heard was the great Tasha Gayar. We've got Geordie back here and Mon. We're ready to talk all things rugby league. And it's NRLW season already. Uh, exciting time. So, team, let's dive into our first segment for tonight, the huddle. Leave no regrets out there. That is what a real champion is made of. The Broncos celebrate success once more. New South Wales 
have won Women's State of Origin on a great performance by the Australian Gillaroos. Champion teams do this. They find space, they find time. Loved watching her play and I think she'll take her game to another level. All right, team, if it sounds like I'm absolutely buzzing, it's for a good reason. It's just great to be a Newcastle uh, fan right now. Nova Castrian uh, from the Hunter, from Newcastle, born and bred. Absolutely love the red and blue Newcastle Knights. And tonight on the huddle, we focus on a particular team. We get to break them down. And this week, it is the Newcastle Knights. And we are very fortunate to have none other than Caitlin Johnston on the show to talk all things red and blue. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to have you here. Um, I'm absolutely buzzing. This is going to be some season, but you know, let, let's let's talk through it. I, I guess one of the things I'd, I'd probably want to start off with is just kind of you know before we get you know, too wrapped up and too too excited about about this year, just get a little bit of your reflections on I guess last season because it was historic. It meant a lot. You know, obviously the first one there for the Knights. So talk us through your first season there in the NRLW for the for the Knights, and um, yeah, give us a little bit of uh, a, a chat about that one. Yeah, look, it's um, it's a great thing to have, you know, an NRLW team um, for the Nova Castrians and, yeah, you know, the only team in Newcastle um, to actually have a team in. So, um, you know, obviously last year, uh, last season, sorry, my um, season was cut short due to injury. Um, in the first match, we versed the Eels and I unfortunately um, hyperextended my elbow and done a grade three tear on my UCL. Um, on my right elbow. So my season was sort of cut short. Um, but in saying that, I guess for us, it was just a learning curve. You know, obviously we didn't win a game last season. So um, we've come back this season a lot more stronger with um, obviously the picks we have in the team. So, um, yeah, it'd be exciting to see what um, first round looks like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I was, you know, definitely an optimist with the squad that we had in that first inaugural season. Really, really excited about what it means to have an NRLW side, uh, you know, representing the Newcastle area because I don't have to tell any of the listeners who are from our area, we produce the best of the best. I'm going to come out and say it. You know, I have a lot of love for my area. The best of the best players come from our area and um, it's just so great to have a local local team. Uh, Mon, uh, our fellow Newcastle Knights uh, rep as well there. You're in the system. You get to... Um, you know, be 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 involved in the club. Uh, where do we start, Mon? Let let let's dive into some of these names and let's talk through. Um, you know, some of the some of the additions to the squad. Mon, you you take it away. Where do you want to start, my friend? Um, let's talk through some of these players. Uh, yeah. Well, as you said, where do you start? Because there is just talent wherever you look across um, the Knights roster. It's very exciting to see. Um, I suppose one. To start with is just um, for myself, um, seeing all of the girls that have come from um, Sydney teams that have grown up in Newcastle, playing for Newcastle, then have had to relocate and play for teams such as the Roosters. Um, so to get players like um, Yasmin Clydesdale back, Taylor Predabont, uh, Hannah Southwell, uh, Olivia Higgins, um, I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody, but yeah, to get those girls back um, playing for their local, their town, um, representing their home, it's it's awesome to see. Um, obviously, huge news during the week with Jessie Southwell signing as well. She's the next the next best thing 
to come into women's rugby league. Um, but yeah, it's just it's awesome to see because everywhere you look in every single position, there's so much depth, there's so much variety, and there's so much talent. And you just know that the girls are strapping on the red and blue this year, and they are playing for so, something so much bigger than themselves. They're playing for their home, they're playing for their their families and their town, and it's it's very exciting to see. Mon, you, sure. you've, you've got me ready to run through a brick wall, you know, and, and it's, <laughs> uh, it's, here we go. Let's talk about it. Caitlin, all right, well, let's dive into some of the names. Um, talk to me about Romy uh, Title. Obviously, you know, it was a bit of a difficult campaign, but you certainly, um, you know, Romy was uh, obviously an out-and-out star and someone who definitely stood out. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, what she's like away from the football field as well as, you know, what you're seeing from her on the field because, um, yeah, what a player. Yeah, um, Rom's pretty good. Like, um, you know, obviously I first met her in our last season. So um, she's honestly a down-to-earth person. She's so kind. Um, off the field, she just, um, you know, is up for a chat at any time. So there's there's a few things I could say about her. But, yeah, like on the field, she's, you know, she wears that jersey with pride and, um, yeah, definitely someone that I like playing beside as well. So, yeah, it'd be exciting to see what she brings this season. Yeah, I'm just trying to like, – because obviously we've got you on camera here and I'm just seeing if there's a playbook in the background we can kind of work out where Romy's going to be playing. And I, look, I, I just cannot wait. This is going to be – to unleash Romy uh, in her role this year, I think it's going to be going to be pretty special. All right, well, let's 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 talk through some other players. And uh, Tamika Upton, um, obviously that's a big one. You know, when I'm – Scrolling through the social media, um, checking out all content from Mojo Sports, by the way. Check it out. I mean, seriously, the Instagram page there, Mojo Sports Network, unbelievable. But outside of that, seeing uh, seeing the announcement that Tamika was joining, um, we'll talk about some other plays soon as well. But, Caitlin, yeah, talk to us a little bit about what that means to the club because, um, you know, this is one of the best players in the entire world and we have her in the red and blue. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to play with um, Tamika at the start of the year for the All-Stars. So, you know, having that feel around how she plays as a fullback is um, something I'm definitely looking forward to as a forward um, for her, you know, sniffing around the middle and looking for those little offloads. But, um, yeah, like you said, she's one of the best backs in the game. I think she'd um, hopefully to see her up there in the World Cup at the end of the year. So um, for us to actually sign her at Newcastle is just a great thing. You know, she's... Um, a big asset to this team and I think she'll bring a lot, um, you know, in the upcoming season and, um, yeah, we'll see how, how we'll go with the Bronx for um, old team this this week coming, sorry. Yeah, let's go. It's going to be it's gonna be something special, but, no, that's that's a pretty special one. Um, obviously, you can't, can't go too much further than talking about Millie Boyle, obviously bringing her in. Caitlin, you know, iron sharpen, sharpens iron. You know, this is, this is you know, pretty, it's, it's got to be pretty good for you, obviously, you are, my friend, one of the most devastating ball runners I have seen <laughs> in either code in a very, very long time. You have some very, very special moments on the football field. And Millie, obviously, um, you know, is in a very similar situation. Talk to me about, you know, um, you know, Millie, you know, a little bit about her away from the field, but also what it means for your game because, you know, I just think about what training must look like. It's, um, you know, that, that must be pretty special for you. Yeah, look, um, yeah, Millie's obviously, like, a lot of people know Millie and, you know, you see a lot on social media about Mill. Um, but for me, you know, it was the icing on the cake was origin for me. You know, she, um, you know, coming off bench and replacing her was something, you know, a big step for me. Um, but, yeah, just playing next to her in origin was something I sort of 
felt was a really good thing because, you know, she with two different players and with Mill, she just done what she needed to to do, sorry. And, um, yeah, be, I'm excited to see what she has to bring for the Knights and I think that our training's really set us up for that um, round one. So, yeah. So, Kate, Dan mentioned a few of the real big names um, that a lot of fans of the game will know, but um, you guys have been lucky enough to sign some I don't want to say old girls, but returning girls to the game after a while off. You've got Kate Moran and um, Scucky over there at the Knights. Uh, how are they shaping up in preseason? How are you feeling ready to go with those girls? Yeah, look, um, to have Caitlin back, is, it's amazing. Um, you know, obviously injuries and stuff happened and, you know, she's had other things go behind the scenes that have happened to her. But um, to see her actually come back to her hometown, you know, Nui, um, to actually put on a red and blue jersey is something that I'm looking forward to. Um, I've looked up to her for a very long time and, um, you know, her being an Aboriginal woman and, you know, showing an example around Newcastle and me, you know, obviously growing up here. So seeing her come back and actually, you know, get a goal in the NRLW is exciting. Um, and then, yeah, Shanice Parker, Skucky, I think, you know, she deserves this jersey more than anyone, you know, after having um, baby seven months ago. Um, which he, he hangs around at training as well. So he gets a lot of love from his aunties. Um, but, yeah, I guess for us, having Stucky, you know, she's such a talented woman and um, plays very many different s- spots on the field. So um, I'm excited to see what Scuff has to bring after having Bubba. And, um, yeah, I think, I think she'll do really well, the both of them. Caitlin, I can't agree more about um, Caitlin Moran. Like, I am very much looking forward to her season and I think she's going to smash it out of the park and I really hope she does and Shanice Parker I've always been such a fan of so there's two uh, players coming back that are very experienced but have been missing for a little while but I cannot go without I mean your engine room is just absolutely outstanding I mean if, if, if you think you know the likes of Johnson Higgins Boyle Clydesdale, and I can go on. Now, without giving too much away or pumping up another team too much, I can't see another forward pack that matches it. Is there a forward pack that you think may come close? Um, Yeah, look, we have a really strong forward pack and I guess, um, you know, we've been working really hard behind the scenes in pre-season and stuff like that. So I feel that, you know, we're probably at our fittest peak at the moment. Um, But... I think for us, our biggest challenge, I think, at this moment would be just, you know, to see how round one goes. But I think, you know, playing Bronx straight up is going to be a tough one. But um, I honestly think that they'll, you know, they have a strong board pack as well as the Roosters. So um, I'm eager to see what they both have to bring. Yeah, it's going to be good. And, you know, someone who broke down your tape, watched a lot of football when it comes to the Newcastle Knights, you know, one of the... The big difference is, and there is so much difference between last year's squad to this one, but obviously the inability to play the entire halves out. You know, there there were uh, moments of brilliance, but there obviously were periods where, you know, it was only five or ten minutes, but ultimately that was costing us victory. So, yeah, our ability to kind of sustain that um, for longer periods of time, that's what I can't wait to see because the motors within that engine room, Tash, you know, that's what we want. We want sustained... Um, you know, aggression, you know, it, it, this isn't about the first five or 10 minutes it's about being able to sort of maintain that throughout the half. So um, yeah, can't wait to see that shift 
from the Newcastle Knights to uh, to hopefully become a bit of a contender. All right, team, you know, there's so many players to sort of power through, but let, let's let's do our best to kind of work our way through. want to give a lot of uh, love to Yasmin Clydesdale. Um, Caitlin, you know, uh, what can you say? Very talented uh, edge back rower, plays on the edge, someone who can certainly find their way through a gap. Talk to me a little bit about Yasmin, obviously been in and around the game for quite a while. Um, yeah, talk to me about her game and what she's going to bring to the Knights. Yeah, look, um, Yaz is probably one of my favourite players to play with. Um, she's such a gem off the field as well, such a caring and loving person. And um, I think for her just coming home and, you know, us actually picking her up and bringing her home was something that I think is a really big signing for us as well. Um, Yazzie brings so much to the team and just as a rugby league player. And, you know, like you said, she's been to the ranks. Um, you know, she come from sevens and um, she's been at that top peak already. And I think she just she's such a talented woman that I think, for us, it's um, something that we don't want to let go um, for quite a while because I think she has a lot to bring. So she's definitely one person I'd be keeping my eye out on, um, you know, as an edge back roller. Um, she's really dangerous and light on her feet and, yeah, can create something out of nothing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see how she'll go this season. Yeah, she is definitely a machine. Um, you know, <laughs> obviously I was... I'm very privileged enough to get to know her and play alongside her this season, just past the Harvey Norman, Kate. Um, but, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about the big names. We've talked about, you know, some of our great signings. But how exciting is it? I mentioned before about um, Jesse signing. But why don't you kind of just um, talk to us about some of the development players and the young talent that you're seeing at training coming through, like the likes of, um, Caleb Romanak, Bree Chester, um, Sophie Clancy, Mia Middleton, Lily Metcalf. Oh, sorry, that's her nickname, Miss Methodies Metcalf. Um, talk to us about yeah, what you're seeing from the young girls each and every week. Yeah, look, um, you know, just to even have our development players at training every session is, um, you know, something that is not just going to better their game, but it also helps us grow um, in that mindset. But, mindset of um, helping develop our younger girls coming through because, um, you know, things could happen during the season or, um, yeah, so there's there's just some options there for us girls to sort of, I guess, keep an eye out or just even just a a voice to show them girls the way through the league. Um, But, yeah, I think for us it's, um, you know, the likes of Kayla Robinak and Bree Chester, I think that they've been, um, you know, they've been amongst it for quite a while now. So to see them, you know, be back on board again as development players um, is something I'm definitely looking forward to because they definitely have earned a spot in that team, um, whether it's next year or a um, couple of years down the track. But, yeah, the likes of, um, yeah, Lulu and um, Till, all them other development girls, I think that they really really have got a shot, um, especially when the how the teams of the NRLW is going to expand next year. So, um, just having them around training and just, you know, seeing how it all goes being an, um, you know, an, uh, an athlete and especially up in the high ranks of an NRLW is something that I think that they'll um, definitely succeed in the next couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Tim, well, just a couple of others before we start talking about some other things in and around the Knights and, and this campaign that, uh, yeah, just, just around the corner, cannot wait for it. Um, Caitlin, talk to me about Autumn Rain Stevens-Daily, uh, a younger player, someone who got a little bit of attention last year, 
someone young, someone talented, someone to, someone to really keep an eye on. And, you know, obviously she um, she had her moments during that first campaign. But, you know, what sort of development, maturity have you kind of seen from her, you know? What, what, what can we kind of expect from a player who is, um, you know, still finding their way, but obviously all the talent in the world? Yeah, um, Audie, she's such a talented um, female, I think. Um, you know, she plays different spots in the field and, um, you know, she's played halves, fullback, winger. Um, so I think that she has a lot to offer. And for us to even just sign her back this year is something um, is pretty good for our club. Um, you know, we had her in the previous 2021 season. So um, she brought a lot then and I'm sure she'll bring a lot this season. But um yeah, just got a lot of lot of you know value. Yeah, in terms of like finding her position as well, I, I really don't feel like we've, um, you know, we, we've really seen uh, the most out of her. There's so many options there, and and to to have players that can play multiple positions and a little bit of flexibility there, you know, it just puts us in a really good position because these tournaments, these NRLW competitions, they can get a little bit wild very very fast. A couple other players want to talk about. How about Kira Dib? Like Geordie, I mean, you should be really jumping in on this with your your Bears flag jacket on there, um, face paint you're wearing tonight as well. You love your <laughs> North Sydney Bears, but um, am I right? In, like, has has Kira did played better footy? Yeah, like this is some of the footy that she's playing in the lead up to this campaign. I mean, Caitlin, what are you seeing from her at training? Because she's in some special form at the moment for people that haven't been following her recently. Yeah, I think, um, you know, on the back end of, you know, NRL dub, uh, sorry, the All-Stars this year, I think she really stood up as a leader and she's done that through this um, season's NRLW as well. And I think her as a leader um, leading, you know, obviously in that number six role, she's really taken that on board and, um, you know, led from front. So I feel like she has a lot to offer. She's another person that has a lot to offer for the team and, um yeah, I think she'll do really well with the um, red and blue jersey again. So I'm very excited to see what she has to offer. Yeah, Kate, we, we've talked about on the show previously how sometimes that um, the ups and downs that you girls go through, and, and Kira's certainly been through the ringer as far as making teams and then being overlooked. Um, but we've certainly seen that she's really built on her strength of character and her game has improved as a result of that. Now, talking about yourself, Kate, round one, you mentioned earlier in the show, you buggered your elbow, mate. So how hungry are you to hit the field this weekend? Yeah, it was an unfortunate thing early in the um, season for me to obviously um, do an injury. I I didn't play in an overall season until 2020, so I haven't played I was sorry, I was injured in 2020 season um, with my knee, so I didn't play, haven't played since 2019 in an RLW. Um, but yeah, obviously, to injure myself uh, around one of the 2021 season was devastating. Um, and I think that the way I bounced back from that was um, I really reflected back on my goals and, you know, had to reevaluate on what, you know, I needed to change and needed to work on to get me to my next goal, which, um, yeah, leads me to an RLW this season. I, I feel like I've worked my backside off to get a position there. So I'm very keen to get on the field and, um, yeah, hopefully run out on that, um, on the field on Sunday against the Bronx to, yeah, play in front of our, um, our community and my family. So, 
yeah, it'll be a really good game. It's gonna be it's gonna be epic. I mean, Chelsea Lenarduzzi is gonna be there, ready to rip your head off. As as I mean, I just <laughs> you guys are gonna you know, and that offload, the Lenarduzzi offload. We got it. We got a like we we joked last year, didn't we, Tash? We said, look, if we can get that number under five offloads a game, we're a chance of winning a football game. The Lenarduzzi offload. Let's keep an eye out for that. Um, but Caitlin, you know, I, I did want to get a little bit of an insight into your mentality when you hit the hit the field because everyone's so different you know are you someone that listens to i don't know a little, a little bit of uh, a little bit of opera are you nice and calm before you hit the field are you sort of angry music um yeah really trying to get a bit of a sense as to how you hit the field are you sort of going out there knowing that you are the biggest baddest forward in the yeah t- talk talk to me about your mentality as you hit the field yeah um i don't know i didn't uh, I'm. I feel like I'm pretty calm. I don't know if Mon, Mon see me any different, but I feel that when I'm sort of preparing for a game, I'm pretty calm leading into it. Um, but yeah, obviously taking the field. I know you know we have been conversations prior to playing of what the coach needs from us, and um, you know for me as a forward, it's just to really grab that ball and bang it up um, and do my job as a forward is just lay lay that platform in the middle and um, let our outside backs do their job. So. Um, yeah, I, I feel that, you know, I lead from front a lot as a forward and yeah, that's pretty much my job the whole way through it. Yeah, I'll just, um, I'll jump in here with you, Kate. Um, you know, for those that don't know Kate Johnston very well, um, you love a laugh, you love a chat, you know, you're nice and loud. And when it's game time, you go into that zone and you're calm and you're collected and you just look like you're ready to just go out and unleash. And, um, yeah, so it's definitely such a switch from, you know, joking around with you at training and having some fun at training and off the field and everything. And then when it's when it's go time, you're switched on and you're ready to go. And it's um, I'm glad I'm on your team and not on the other team. Oh, that's, that's so good, Mon. <laughs> you know, get, get a little bit of insight. But, no, it's, it's good to get, you know, a bit of an insight into people's mentality you know what I mean even things like you know what, what are some of the things you're thinking about Caitlin you know Caitlin when you you know when you're taking those massive runs up in origin what, what are you thinking about or even when you're absolutely bugging and you've got to take those shit carries out of yardage I mean what's what, what sort of goes goes through the mind in those moments whether you're tired or whether you're having those big aggressive runs what are you what are you sort of thinking about in the moment I think for me it's just um you know, like I said, as, as forwards, we have a job to do, but mm. I feel that um, when we do our job, it makes, you know, our, we think about, it's a team first action. So we, we think about if we take this tough carry or we take, you know, this big hit up, the next play after that's going to be so much more easier on our halves, our hookers, our outside backs. And I feel that um, by just doing things like that, it's just a team first action, but also, um, it just really helps them and benefits the team. You know, it's if we want to get to a certain point, then if it means I have to take a tough carry, then um, I'm going to step up and do it because I know it's going to benefit the team in the in the long run. So, yeah, I don't really have much of a mindset behind why I do it. I think it's just you know, it's probably for the I be- do- it's probably for the best, my friend. If you're overthinking, yeah. you're probably going to psych yourself out. I love it. I love, yeah, I love yeah, this. Yeah, Kate. From a spectator's point of view, um, I mean, you're still so young. You're only 21 and yet you take the field with such gusto and you you control that that centre of the field. And just looking back at the most recent State of Origin, um, 
there was this big, long, high kick and you ran onto it, my friend, like with the confidence of, you know, Tedesco. And um, I think your coach um, said after that she did had no panic because it was Caitlin and Caitlin has that confidence and she will hang on to it. So tell me this, at such a young age, you, you appear to be so confident. Are you ever really nervous? Um. Honestly, my the only time I so the whole Origin game, I which was really surprising to me. I actually wasn't nervous. Um, I think you know I, I was I was debuting, so I don't know what I was really feeling at that point. So I didn't really have very many nerves. But you know, coming into an All Stars game, I am nervous two days prior to the game. Um, like I've never had nerves before, so I, I just. Um, this year's All-Stars and obviously leading it with Quincy was something that really got me, you know, my nerves shaking. And, um, yeah, just I don't really get nervous prior to games. I think I'm pretty pretty casual walking into them. Um, but, yeah, like you said, at such a young age, I I don't know. I think, like, I've been – I played women since I was about 13, so I played in the career knockout. And I think I've just really shaped myself into just being really confident uh, running at women. And, um, yeah, hence the reason where I'm standing today. So, yeah. No, it's it, it's something truly, truly special. And, and you know, it, it's also something that a lot of people can relate to. You know, sometimes in life where you go to uni or school and you do a test and you're nervous or whatever makes you nervous in life, but for, for true rugby league players, when you hit the football field, you're like, this is... This is where I belong. This feels comfortable. This feels right. And Caitlin, you can absolutely tell that uh, the football field is exactly where you should be. And thankfully, you're in the red and blue jersey. That's for sure. All right, team. We're just a bit of a fun thing to close off on the huddle because, hey, I'm not the only one excited about this Newcastle Knights team. We're we're going to rip and tear. Um, just a bit of a player to keep an eye on um, from the Newcastle Knights squad. Um, we've only touched on a handful of players. There's so many more that we will speak about throughout the competition. But let's just quickly go around the panel and just pick out a particular player you quite interested to sort of go around and play uh mon do you want to lead us off uh you mean just a player from the night squad yeah, that just, i'm just yeah um i am very excited to see um kate Moran. uh Moran, like she she's um yeah as caitlin said before like putting the red and blue jumper back on um i'm very excited to see what she's got to offer this season yeah, look for me. I, I'm going to go to Tamika Upton. Um, I'll talk a little bit about it you know, in in sort of you know throughout the competition. But I think one of the challenges with the Knights has been really cementing a very strong spine that can run a football team for the entire um, you know first and second half. You know, and, and really really sort of maintain control. And uh, whilst uh, you know Tamika's got the ability to score an infinite amount of tries. She's absolutely ridiculous. I love her control, her voice from the back and her ability to kind of work within that spine. So she's going to be a very, very important part of what we do this year. So to make Upton for me, Tash, what about yourself? Plenty of nights to choose from. You've got a particular player. It doesn't have to be for a particular reason that you're just interested to see perform. Well, and it's not because Kate's here on the show with us, but <laughs> it's actually Caitlin Johnson, that I really want to see this season. I think she will shine. I think she's come through the hardships of being out a couple of seasons with injuries. And um, we talked about Lena Doozy and offloads. I think 
we've all seen Caitlin Johnson go into a pack and somehow she grows a third arm that <laughs> manages an offload. And with the strike power that the Knights have got around her, I want to see how many tries come off a Caitlin Johnson uh, offload. Yeah, that's right. We'll be watching it. Like if there, if there isn't that support play, like if, if Caitlin's really ready for an offload, and there's no one there. Myself, the coach, and fans will be uh, will be demanding answers. Now, love that, um, Jordy. What about yourself? Um, shout out to one of my good mates. Is actually Jakaya Whitfield. She's a cross code girl. She's uh, left the seven set up, and we know how well those sevens girls have gone taking the NRLW challenge on lately. So I'm really excited to see Kaya give it a crack this year. Yeah, absolutely excited. Uh, Caitlin, you can't give too much love to your teammates here. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I know I know what the locker room's like, but maybe a player that, you know, um, you know, you think's going to gonna have a pretty pretty impressive tournament. Mine's would have to be Jakaya as well. Um, you know, just seeing her at training, she's obviously yeah, come from sevens and um, she's really handled it really well so just that training her uh, her power and um, her strength and just her I guess her push to want to just earn that position um, for this weekend's round I think she'll be someone to watch out for. Here we go. It's uh, it's exciting times uh, to be a Newcastle Knights supporter. I don't get to say that too often, so it's feeling very, very good. Uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining the show and talking all things Knights in the huddle, but uh, you don't get off that easy. We're going to carry you through to Rapid Fire, our final segment for tonight. Uh, let's tackle it, team. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Your apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing Closing Time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right, team, continuing with our little mini-series here in Rapid Fire, just going around the competition and having a look at some of the best players in different positions. And this week we're looking at our dummy halves, uh, the hooker role. Uh, plenty of amazing players in the competition, that's for sure. Um, Jordy, do you want to lead us off? Uh, talk to me about these number nines. There's, again, there's quite a few talented ones. We've got a World Cup coming up. We've got the, the NRLW competition. Which player you think is going to really stand out? I'm going Keely Davis at the moment. I just think what she brings at a nine in her kicking game as well. She's um she's very exciting to watch and I'm looking forward to another season NRLW season watching her do her thing. Isn't it funny how every opposing coach has got the tip sheet on that little grubber kick she does, you know? And uh yeah, you can't you can't defend it. So everyone knows it's coming, but um yeah, good luck. And then she's got everything else to her game as well. Uh, Tash, what about yourself? Um, you're a fan of the number nines. Um, we're really fortunate, aren't we, that this is a position that we're absolutely stacked across the competition. But, um, yeah, a play that stands out to you. Absolutely. Like, I, I agree. Keely Davis is outstanding and still very young. Um, so I'm not going to say Keely because I want to bring out some other number nines. And one that's very well established is Brito Braley. Now, Braley Nati, sorry. And now she um, was crowned uh, Dally M 2018. Um, she took a little time out um, for herself and work commitments and whatnot, and she's back and she's just got that experience on her side and I think she's just going to uh, raise the number nine to a new level. Yeah, she was starting to play really, really good footy towards the back end of that comp as well. She's just getting, getting into some really, really special form. Uh, Mon, what about yourself? Um, I am a huge fan of Quincy Dodd. Um, I love Quincy's game. She is a ball runner of the, like she's a dummy half that loves to like run out of um, the rough 
like she sees a gap and she goes for it. I love that about her game. Um, she's very fast and zippy on her feet. Um, yeah, and, you know, we, we spoke about it a little bit off air, Dan, how you said we haven't even really, like, seen – we're only scratching the surface of Quincy Dodd. We haven't seen Quincy Dodd at her full potential yet, and I think that's very exciting. Yeah, I, I plug my my mate and uh, coach over there at the Dragons, um, Sowie, and and you know the, you know getting coaching for a few more years in the Quincy, it's just scary to think where where she's going to get to um, towards the back end of her career. Uh, look for myself, number nine. Some of the most talented ones getting around is our our very own Mon. Mon, you didn't give yourself enough credit there, my friend. Mon, you, you're an outstanding number nine in the Newcastle system as well. Hey, the NRLW is expanding, so I know there's a few other clubs out there listening. Hey, just uh, you know, keep an eye on this Mon. She's uh, she's a very talented player. Outside of our, our mojo talent here, look a little bit of a different one. I'm going with. As of right now, before the competition kicks off, Lauren Brown was obviously a pretty big star in that position for Brisbane. That might look a little bit different, um, obviously now at the Titans. But you, you know, I've just got to say what I what I saw. You know, I thought obviously she's um, a bit of a natural playmaker, can obviously play in the halves, and you could see that from her play at dummy half. Her ability to you know kick from dummy half was very very special, and I think it put a lot of the girls on notice across the competition to say, look, if you want to be number one, if you want to be one of the best hookers in the game, you've got to bring in that kicking game, bring in that element because, um, yeah, Lauren was certainly an absolute expert at that. Uh, Caitlin, you get final say on this one. You um, get to play alongside, tackle, run into, run over the top of a few of these hookers, these dummy halves that are running around. But, um, yeah, you've been fortunate to play alongside some very, very special players. But, uh, yeah, who's your pick in that number nine role? Mine's would have to be Olivia Higgins. Um, you know, I've obviously had a few years to play next side of um, Higo and, um, you know, obviously, unfortunately, she was um, struck down by injury, our Harvey comp, um, and had surgery and stuff like that. So to see her actually come back and um, hopefully make it back by round one is someone I'm definitely looking forward to um, see play and also play this side as well. Um, because I know I can rely on her. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. No, she's got a Nova um development too as well. So, yeah, she's born and raised here. Yeah, I, I love the fact that, um, you know, she got a bit of a – I mean, I can't be too much of a homer, can I? But, you know, we went to the same school. Uh, anyway, there's 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 a, there's a lot to love there. But um, there we go, team. Well, there we, there we have it. That's all the time we have tonight. Just want to thank my amazing panel. Always bring in the heat as we talk all things rugby league. As you can tell, we're a little bit excited for this competition to, to uh, get underway. Um, and, Caitlin, thank you so much for jumping on the show and helping to promote your beloved Newcastle Knights. Um, we just want to thank you uh, as fans, as our sports network, for everything you've done for the night so far. And we wish you all the very best for this competition and into the future. Thanks again for jumping on the show. Thanks for having me. No, anytime, anytime. And to our listeners, we really do appreciate your support. We're here grinding each and every week. We're doing two episodes now as we kick into the NRLW season. How can you continue to support us? It's simple. Download the podcast, share with family and friends. Thank you for choosing Mojo Sports. And until next time, we'll catch you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, 
check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.